0: Welcome to the Professionals Podcast with Aura Lisa, a.k.a. Lady L, and DJ Silva. Wherever you're listening, turn that up. We are. The Professionals. Want to build your following? Follow
1: us. And we'll follow you right back. Bring that one back Back on the top. All of my entrepreneurs, business owners, it's time that we give you the insights you need. The Professionals Podcast. Uh, DJ Silver, Lady L, got it poppin'. Keep it hype with the topics out of Henderson, Nevada. Level up if you run a business or got aspirations. This the show that you need. Ain't no need for hesitation. Tier. All of my entrepreneurs, owners, it's time that we give you the insight you need. The Professionals Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to The Professionals Podcast. I am your girl, Lady L, and we have today someone a little bit new. His name is Ivan and he is from CutNet. And then we have the most gorgeous, Carrie Cox. Let's give it up. Woo.
2: No, Thank you.
1: (laughs) So we we basically brought her in today because we wanted a little bit of political feel. We wanted a little bit of educational feel from the Henderson area. So I think that it's amazing to have you here. And thank you so much for coming on and accepting this because I think that's awesome. And I think I met an awesome friend, too. Yes. So I'm gonna start with Ivan. Do you have any questions for her? Uh,
0: well, question is, well, I'm, well, for SARS, I'm originally from New York and I moved here 2020 and I'm vaguely new of this area. So the only question is Carrie Cox, what do you do?
2: I'm an educator. So I'm a kindergarten teacher and I'm also a business owner and I'm running for Henderson city council.
0: Awesome.
1: Where are you a kindergarten teacher at?
2: I'm a kindergarten teacher at Pinecrest Sloan Canyon. Oh, okay.
1: Where is it? Is it, because I heard it's somewhere like in this old
2: Henderson area, is it not? Um, I think you're thinking of the Horizon Pinecrest right over here. Okay. Which is one of our other campuses. Okay. Uh, My school is out off of uh, Raiders Way and um, Volunteer, so it's out by the M. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So you kind of like at the upper scale
1: pine crest.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. She yeah. didn't want to say that, but
1: it's the upper scale pine crest. Yeah.
2: Well, it may be upper scale, but I'm not. So I um, make sure everybody, I make sure. All of the children are just, you know, treated the same. And I think there's some great educators out there and, and our administration is phenomenal. So I think even though, yes, there's that feel that we definitely are servicing um, just everyone the way we should. I love
1: that. I love that. Um, I know me, and you have had like a ton of conversations throughout the last couple of weeks. And one of them is I have a special needs sister. Her name is Otisha. And um, she has Down syndrome, and I know you were telling me a little bit about um, special needs education and things that you've come across. Do you mind sharing a little bit of that?
2: Sure. Well, I've taught for 32 years, and with that has always came, you know, children that have special needs and that needed intervention and extra help. I myself have a couple of children that did. I mean, they're now adults. And I was an inclusion teacher last year. It's not the first time I'm, I was an inclusion teacher. But what that looks like is just um, when you have children with special needs, they have IEPs or 504s, and you're addressing those specific needs for them okay. and making sure you're hitting benchmarks, okay. things like that, which I'm sure you're familiar with with your sister and what she needed. Kind of. <laughs> But the idea is to make sure that we're meeting kids at their level, right? Wherever that is. Um, When we're expecting kids to do something more than they can, then we have to adjust. But we also want to hold the bar high enough that they feel like they're accomplishing something when they hit it. Okay. And so the trick is knowing where that bar is for them so that you're inspiring them to learn rather than forcing them to learn.
1: I see. So the only thing I know about a 504 is, like, the zip code for New Orleans, the area code. So that's 504 for me. So what is 504 exactly?
2: I know, and I apologize. (laughs) I need to remember that not everybody has the whole teacher speak, (laughs) and I get it. A 504 plan is a plan that is federally um, over, they oversee the plan. It's basically, a lot of times, it's for kids with medical issues or You know, where my, one of my daughters, you know, she had, has, didn't had, but has lupus. And so when they have medical challenges, sometimes the 504 really helps. And then it can also um, be used for other things. But that's mainly when um, medical issues are affecting their learning.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So I may need a little 504 over here. So, <laughs> no, just joking, but yeah, I I mean a lot of people already know, but I have a rare blood disease. So I I know I'm joking, but I'm I'm dead serious. Right. Like right. that can be really critical sometimes when you're trying to get your education, yeah. you're trying to run a business, you're trying to have a husband like DJ Silva. You <laughs> I may need a little five oh four over here <laughs> now just joking. <laughs> No, but I I think that's really great, and I I love that we have those plans and stuff like that to implement in our educational program because uh, we we need it, and we need more people like you.
2: Oh, thank you all
1: the time. Can we like just duplicate you?
2: Oh wow, I I would love that actually, but I'd also I think I just love you to death. So (laughs) I think if we could duplicate you, I think we should do that first. Okay.
1: I, I think I was like, no, we're we not duplicating Lady L. There's just not. <laughs> There's only one, not one, in one in a million. One in a million. You cannot,
0: you um,
2: cannot, you know, top perfection, right?
0: There's only one and only.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: So what in the world? Because I just think political campaign. I just think politician. And then I'm thinking school teacher with an amazing heart. What in the world would make you want to run for office and just not any office, but
0: councilwoman, right? Yeah. And just to let you know, every time I drive up Henderson, I see all these signs. I see your signs <laughs> and I see your comparator's signs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm. And here you're coming in. I was like, oh, I just, I'm honored.
2: <laughs> well, I'm honored, Ivan, to be here with you. I think... What's important, and you kind of made a distinction, or I'm going to help further that distinction, is, you know, politicians. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of times that carries a very negative, you know, thought process for people. When What's a the money hear the word? Po- yeah. When they hear politician, they think, especially now, what I'm hearing and I'm seeing and I'm feeling is they're done with politicians. Um, and so, and nothing against anybody that's out there working really hard and is, is a politician, but what was important to me when I decided to run again, cause I ran five years ago and almost defeated the incumbent and now it's an open race. What was important to me is that people do feel my heart, that they get to know my heart. Yes. And I usually, they usually get that right away, um, because I'm not a politician a politician in my opinion twi- tries to sometimes twist and convince you of something that's not factual or not true about themselves and they present this optic that says choose me choose me because I'm you know I'm good with veterans I'm good with police I I'm, I'm you know I'm going to help all of these people and you've got to see past that optic okay. and I think people are tired and that's why they're Crying out, where is a pe- a person that's like us? Where's the people's candidate anymore? Right? Yeah. That is really truly going to get in and not change. Yeah. Because I get a lot of questions about that. Carrie, okay. are you going to change when you get in? And I say, well, I'm 56 years old and I haven't changed yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I've grown and progressed, but I haven't changed who I am and my core values. Yeah. But the why is. I've always wanted to help make sure that our city stays safe, Okay. that our educational system improves. Okay. It's been a goal I've been working on for 25 years. and I'm hoping that happens soon here. We're still pushing at that. But really when law enforcement is down 40% in our town, in Henderson, 40% and, and growing, by the way, um, we're hemorrhaging officers we have a crime rate that is growing and anybody that has recently had anything happen to them will tell you definitely that it's growing quickly and how do we maintain our quality of life and improve upon the good in -hmm. our city because it's a great city Mm -hmm. and so that's my why i want to help people in a bigger way i've always served and i don't brag about that so but i have And how do I do that bigger, right? How does my voice get bigger to help more people? Mm -hmm. And that is being on city council.
1: Okay, okay, Okay,
2: I can
0: I can get with that. I can get with that. And to piggyback what you're saying, it's true um, for uh, what I've seen actually, and I can attest to what you're saying that crime has gone up. I know that percentage because I've been more focused on the, the cities, like the places I've been like lived. Since I'm from New York. And New York City has now incre- now increasing substantially, for the I'll say during the start of the 2020, of crime wow. crime rate is crazy. Yeah. There's been increase of stabbings in the in the subways. literally homelessness. Even my mom called me the other day, who lives in the Poughkeepsie whole hometown, and she's telling me that she's seen more homelessness than she has ever seen in her life wow. in our hometown. I barely even had a, barely even had any homeless in our hometown, but to pick it back, what you're saying. I agree that crime has been increasing because recently I was going to um, one of these strips. Uh, I think we was going to Bally's Casino, and we're going to stop to use the bathroom because I was celebrating my girlfriend's birthday. We're going to walk the strip. Then we walk into the casino, and there's this guy in the middle of the casino just yelling oh, because boy. he was saying, like, oh, I don't like being sold fake drugs. And then I was like, okay, let's know that guy. So I go to the men's bathroom, and I see a guy bleeding out. Oh, Lord. Blood on the floor, and he got stabbed. It was that same guy who was yelling. But the thing is, though, I got really concerned. It took security. I don't know how long, even before that, but it took security, like, even 20 minutes. And I know security in, like, casinos, as I've seen, walked around here, that they always walk around the casino floor. So it was like, you know what they did, though? They didn't tackle him. They didn't do anything like that. They just had a barrack just, bar- just closed him off from everybody oh, else and he just screamed and but he did stab the person the guy was pleading out and uh, even recently i think it was last night or two nights ago um a store clerk had um had a someone try to rob the store his store literally in the strip and he had to pull out his uh knife and stab the 17 year old who was robbing the store and he was like called his mom's like oh i'm pleading um i just got stabbed but he got arrested but still I can agree that crime has been increased, and it's scary
2: right and, and ivan and those are really sad sad stories. they break my heart, and what breaks my heart even more is that it's coming into Henderson. I mean we have people that use out of anthem they go down to the target right there this um the great land target on Eastern and Saint rose Parkway, and I just heard a story about someone from anthem that was um she was robbed oh and she was injured and it it took quite a bit of time for police officers to get there and it's not it, what's scary about all of this we're talking about and I've actually just talked to somebody about New York and and the changes there as well which is is really sad because they were the safest city for years New York had this amazing mm-hmm. uh safety rating And just like and I wanna
1: explain to people where the area that we're talking about. So Anthem is right out of Seven Hills, right? Seven
2: No, Anthem is 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 before you get to if we're going there on Saint Rose Parkway and we're going going, uh, south, then it would be before you get to Seven Hills. But Anthem is a very nice area over off of Saint Rose Parkway. But it's right by like
1: almost where Mike Tyson lives. Like it's in that area. So I know you guys, you podcasters, you hear it and you see it all the time, but that's like right in that area. So this is not a crazy or ghetto area or anything. It's really nice and it's really beautiful and it's really high end, very beautiful golf, you know, places. So it's not a crazy area where you just see a whole bunch of homeless people lying around. So. Back to what you're saying. I just wanted to describe the area.
2: No, thank you. Yes, now, please interrupt at any time. Well, I love your help. No, it is. It's a it's an affluent area, and so and and then McDonald's Ranch, which is another affluent area, um, is also seeing a high crime uh, rate uh, there. But we're starting to see it all over, and and our homeless. Our homeless problem is just doing the same thing as New York. It's increasing mm-hmm. to the point where, as I was pulling up today, I mean, we have several homeless people out here in yes. front of your building, and and see most a lot of people say, "Oh my gosh, get rid of them! Why oh, are no, they no, there?" No, not my building. I know.
1: I, I, I know these people. They're they're not homeless. They're just oh. kind of hanging around. They, they just sit. They just come want to take a nap or something, you know.
2: Okay. Not my town. No, not but they my are homeless. Town. I just had not, to throw that out there. Not my town. It doesn't happen in my town.
1: Yeah, not our, not our Henderson.
2: Not our Henderson.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, no, Carrie. But, I was just
2: joking. No, you're right. But I mean, it, it. yeah, it's just what I'm trying to say is that with inflation being 9.1%, yes. we are not only seeing your typical homeless i don't know if there's a typical homeless person but what we view as homeless person that wants to almost not get off the street Mm -hmm. and i and i hear that a lot Um, to families that have gone onto the street because they can't afford rent for a two-bedroom apartment here for $2,200 a month. And so I think my point is, is my heart really goes out to them because we don't know their situation. We don't know why they got there. We can't just say, well, I'm not going to give money to the homeless because they're just going to use it on alcohol or whatever Mm. excuses we use as human beings. And maybe they're not excuses. Maybe, Maybe those people are right. But I just feel... Like the problems we're having are all happening at once. Yes. So homelessness is increasing. Our veterans and seniors are on fixed incomes and they're getting thrown out of their apartments and their homes. Okay, becoming homeless. But isn't it illegal for me to give
1: the homeless person something to eat? because i heard that this is totally illegal like, well, illegal. well they um, can
2: they can arrest, they can arrest me then because yeah. um, and i know that's pretty broad <laughs> but you know no then they can arrest me no i i believe in um, i believe in following the law and if it is, I'll check into that. I don't think Henderson has that ordinance yet. That's going to be the so, first
1: thing that you change.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> think they have that ordinance. Okay. But if they do, and okay. I don't go around just. I think. I think you can teach. I think you can teach. Um, someone like you can give them a fish; they'll eat for a day. Okay. Or you can teach them how to fish, and they'll. Be full for a lifetime. Yeah, they yep. they'll be full for a lifetime. Thank you. I've been awesome. And so that's my point. Okay. I'm not out just saying, hey, here's, here's, have some food and let's complicate the problem. I'm talking about I'm actually out there helping people find jobs and doing things like that. I the see. ones that don't have the mental illness and still want off the streets, right? They're new on the streets and things like that. Okay. That's what I'm out doing and that's what I'm out helping with. But we do have to figure out what we're going to do with this problem because okay. it is a problem.
0: And to also take you back for all the information, your great information you provided. It's, it's sad because looking just hearing it every day like I don't really watch the news but I have watched podcasts that piggyback from what they see from the news and tell everybody that what's going on in this country is substantially going getting worse. And they keep telling us going when you mentioned about our inflation rate is now at nine point one. Um they keep saying that and it makes me re rethink like they are lying about that rate because it's h- much higher than we think. Oh, damn! I agree because I had because yeah. I watched the, cause I watched one of the econ YouTubers and they had to go on the CPI index and Fred and all that and had to recalculate what's the true inflation mm-hmm. rate because it didn't count for housing, yeah, rent, yes. because and food. Yep, it is not. And for the viewers who want to hear this now. It's not nine point one. It's actually seventeen point three percent. Ooh, but that, but, I love. I
2: love that you're telling truth. I love it.
0: That's not because it's not enough. Because they don't want to scare people in that regard, mm-hmm. but because you know everything's fine. And then mm-hmm. they just recently passed an inflation reduction act, which that just makes things a lot more, worse. And two hundred three economists just went out into Washington, sent literally, mailed, a letter saying that this is a, this is a drastic mistake. If you make sign that into law, things will get worse. And right now, that is now been signed into law. So well,
1: I know one like peach. It was not even ripe. Me and DJ Silva was in the store the other day, and I love peaches, by the way. But I Good was squeezing on it. wasn't even ripe, and I was like seventy eight cents. Seventy eight cents one peach. This wasn't even two.
2: Well, that that has to do with our food supply. And that's a whole nother long discussion about that. Um, We had a restaurant, we sold it in February. um, And it wasn't because our restaurant wasn't doing well, we had plenty of business. What it was about was our food supply. our chain is broken. The chain's broken. It's very hard to get things. It's very expensive. A box of 40 pound, 40 pound box of chicken was $38 when I started eight years ago, and it ended up being 108 by the time we left wow. when we sold that business. So, um, and we couldn't even, we didn't even have the, um, um, we couldn't, we didn't have the heart to sell it to somebody that, um, you know, would continue in business because we knew the challenges with the employment crisis and all of that. And so we sold it to a hospital and they're bulldozing it.
1: Wow. That's
2: it's sad, interesting. but interesting. Necessary.
1: But you got to cash out. Yeah.
2: Well. Give me some of that money, girl. What we put into it. <laughs> so we took, we took a land, we took a land deal basically with a restaurant on it, but oh. it's all
1: good. It's all good. It's all It was good. the right
2: thing. Tell me
1: about your business you have now. Because I think you're very in love with that business. I'm just saying.
2: Oh, which one? My childcare. Yeah. Or yeah. Yes. Yeah. That one's amazing too. Um, I, I love it and I've done that thirty two years along with my teaching and and it's been great we've been able to service families um, we are doing a startup though I'm gonna we're, we're doing a um, business for businesses oh and I want to make it a nonprofit and I want to help businesses and not charge them I mean think about a startup business how hard it is right yeah. for people I care about businesses yeah. I s- right especially care about small businesses yes. and so if i look at all of my years of business because i've been in business forever as well because you have to do something on the side when you're a teacher because you yeah. don't make the money no, and right <laughs> so long story short i'm <sighs> going to make sure that i help people in small business and provide the where to go the resources and help them when if they would like some of my knowledge base and and you know see what will work but yeah i want to help businesses yes because that helps yes. our economic yes uh, you know, where we are economically. And
0: the thing is, though, also, what I've been seeing and I guess, I recent college graduate, graduated last year, and literally, thank you.
2: Oh, congratulations.
0: Thank you. And this is literally throughout the pandemic, so I was always online. You know, I was very, I'm very good at tech, so I was like, eh, whatever, I'm used to it. But (laughs) it was dreadful, though, but just was able to pull it off. But when I was on campus, when every time, I, I was a president of my economics club and we tried to push out when there's, when there's, um, club fairs, we try to push out like, Hey, we, we don't talk about math. We talking about money. We talk about entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Like, join in there. And I get answers like, Oh, I don't, I don't like capitalism or, <laughs> Oh, I don't want to do math. And even when I went to parties, people asked me, Oh, what, what's your major? <laughs> oh, economics oh, that's a lot of math. <laughs> Bye. It's like, what? But going off of it, what I've been feeling, this is a feeling, this is straight from me, just recent co- being out of college, is that there's not enough love and not enough, I would say, option to show even young people like me, like, hey, this is also an option.